Part seven of Andersonville Diary by John L. Ransom. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Part seven moved just in time. Removed from Andersonville to the Marine Hospital, Savannah. Getting through the gate. Battese has saved us. Very sick, but by no means dead yet. Better and humane treatment. August one, just about the same my indian friend says we all get away august two two hundred and twenty die each day no more news of exchange august three had some good soup and feel better all is done for me that can be done by my friends roe and sanders in almost as bad a condition as myself just about where i was two or three weeks ago seem to have come down all at once august goes for them august four storm threatened will cool the atmosphere hard work to write august five severe storm could die in two hours if i wanted to but don't august twelve warm 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 if i only had some shade to lay in and a glass of lemonade august thirteen a nice spring of cold water has broken out in camp enough to furnish nearly all here with drinking water god has not forgotten us battese brings it to me to drink august fourteen battese very hopeful as exchange rumors are afloat talks more about it than ever before august fifteen the water is a godsend sanders better and roe worse august sixteen still in the land of the living captain wirtz is sick and a lieutenant davis acting in his stead august seventeen hanging on yet a good many more than two hundred and twenty-five die now in twenty-four hours messes that have stopped near us are all dead august eighteen exchange rumors august nineteen am still hoping for relief water is bracing some up myself with others does not hurt us august twenty some say three hundred now die each day no more new men coming reported that wirtz is dead august twenty one sleep nearly all the time except when too hot to do so august twenty two exchange rumors august twenty three terribly hot august twenty four had some soup not particularly worse but roe is and sanders also august twenty five in my exuberance of joy must write a few lines received a letter from my brother george w ransom from hilton head contained only a few words footnote my brother supposed me dead as i had been so reported still thinking it might not be so every week or so he would write a letter and direct it to me as a prisoner of war this letter very strangely reached its destination august twenty six still am writing the letter from my brother has done good and cheered me up eyesight very poor and writing tires me battese sticks by such disinterested friendship is rare prison at its worst august twenty seven have now written nearly through three large books and still at it the diary am confident will reach my people if i don't there are many here who are interested and will see that it goes north 
august twenty eight no news and no worse set up part of the time dying off a third faster than ever before august twenty nine exchange rumors afloat any kind of a change would help me august thirty am in no pain whatever and no worse august thirty one still waiting for something to turn up my indian friend says good news yet night the camp is full of exchange rumors september one sanders taken outside to butcher cattle is sick but goes all the same mike sick and no longer a policeman still rumors of exchange september two just about the same rumors afloat does me good am the most hopeful chap on record september three trade off my rations for some little luxury and manage to get up quite a soup later sanders sent in to us a quite large piece of fresh beef and a little salt another godsend september four anything good to eat lifts me right up and the beef soup has done it september four the beef critter is a noble animal very decided exchange rumors september five the nice spring of cold water still flows and furnishes drinking water for all police guard it night and day so to be taken away only in small quantities three hundred said to be dying off each day september six hurrah 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 can't holler except on paper good news seven detachments ordered to be ready to go at a moment's notice later all who cannot walk must stay behind if left behind shall die in twenty-four hours battese says i shall go later seven detachments are going out of the gate all the sick are left behind ours is the tenth detachment and will go to-morrow so said the greatest excitement men wild with joy am worried fearful that i cannot go but battese says i shall september seven anxiously waiting the expected summons rebels say as soon as transportation comes and so a car whistle is music to our ears hope is a good medicine and am sitting up and have been trying to stand up but can't do it legs too crooked and with every attempt get faint men laugh at the idea of my going as the rebels are very particular not to let any sick go still battese says i am going most dark rebels say we go during the night when transportation comes battese grinned when this news come and can't get his face straightened out again marine hospital savannah georgia september fifteenth eighteen sixty four a great change has taken place since i last wrote in my diary am in heaven now compared with the past at about midnight september seventh our detachment was ordered outside at andersonville and battese picked me up and carried me to the gate the men were being let outside in ranks of four and counted as they went out they were very strict about letting none go but the well ones or those who could walk the rebel adjutant stood upon a box by the gate watching very close pitch pine knots were burning in the near vicinity to give light as it came our turn to go battese got me in the middle of the rank stood me up as well as i could stand and with himself on one side and sergeant rowe on the other began pushing our way through the gate could not help myself a particle and was so faint that i hardly knew what was going on 
as we were going through the gate the adjutant yells out here here hold on there that man can't go hold on there and battese crowding right along outside the adjutant struck over the heads of the men and tried to stop us but my noble indian friend kept straight ahead hallooing he all right he well he go and so i got outside and adjutant having too much to look after to follow me after we were outside i was carried to the railroad in the same cover lid which i fooled the rebel out of when captured and which i presume has saved my life a dozen times we were crowded very thick into box-cars i was nearly dead and hardly knew where we were or what was going on we were two days in getting to savannah arrived early in the morning the railroads here run in the middle of very wide handsome streets we were unloaded i should judge near the middle of the city the men as they were unloaded fell into line and were marched away battese got me out of the car and laid me on the pavement they then obliged him to go with the rest leaving me would not let him take me i lay there until noon with four or five others without any guard three or four times negro servants came to us from houses near by and gave us water milk and food with much difficulty i could set up but was completely helpless a little after noon a wagon came and toted us to a temporary hospital in the outskirts of the city and near a prison pen they had just built for the well ones where i was taken it was merely an open piece of ground having wall tents erected and a line of guards around it i was put into a tent and lay on the coverlid that night some gruel was given to me and a nurse whom i had seen in andersonville looked in and my name was taken the next morning september tenth i woke up and went to move my hands and could not do it could not move either limb so much as an inch could move my head with difficulty seemed to be paralyzed but in no pain whatever after a few hours a physician came to my tent examined and gave me medicine also left medicine and one of the nurses fed me some soup or gruel by night i could move my hands lay awake considerable through the night thinking was happy as a clam at high tide seemed so nice to be under a nice clean tent and there was such cool pure air the surroundings were so much better that i thought now would be a good time to die and i didn't care one way or the other next morning the doctor came and with him sergeant wynn sergeant wynn i had had a little acquaintance with at andersonville doctor said i was terribly reduced but he thought i would improve told them to wash me a nurse came and washed me and wynn brought me a white cotton shirt and an old but clean pair of pants my old clothing which was in rags was taken away two or three times during the day i had gruel of some kind i don't know what medicine was given me by the nurses by night i could move my feet and legs a little the cords in my feet and legs were contracted so of course that i couldn't straighten myself out kept thinking to myself am i really away from that place andersonville it seemed too good to be true 
on the morning of the twelfth ambulances moved all to the marine hospital or rather an orchard in same yard with marine hospital where thirty or forty nice new tents have been put up with bunks about two feet from the ground inside was put into a tent by this time could move my arms considerable we were given vinegar weakened with water and also salt in it had medicine my legs began to get movable more each day also my arms and to-day i am laying on my stomach and writing in my diary my corps is also in this hospital one of my tent mates is a man named land who is a printer same as myself i hear that william b rowe is here also but haven't seen him september sixteen how i do sleep am tired out and seems to me i can just sleep till doomsday september seventeen four in each tent a nurse raises me up sitting posture and there i stay for hours dozing and talking away whisky given us in very small quantities probably half a teaspoonful in half a glass of something i don't know what actually makes me drunk i am in no pain whatever september eighteen surgeon examined me very thoroughly to-day have some bad sores caused by laying down so much put something on them that makes them ache sergeant wynn gave me a pair of socks september nineteen a priest gave me some alum for my sore mouth had a piece of sweet potato but couldn't eat it fearfully weak soup is all i can eat and don't always stay down september twenty too cool for me the priest said he would come and see me often good man my left hand got bruised in some way and rebel done it up he is afraid gangrene will get in sore my core is quite sick september twenty one don't feel as well as i did some days ago can't eat still can use my limbs and arms more september twenty two good many sick brought here everybody is kind rebels and all am now differently sick than at any other time take lots of medicine eat nothing but gruel surgeons are very attentive man died in my tent oh if i was away by myself i would get well don't want to see a sick man that makes me sick september twenty three shall write anyway have to watch nurses and rebels or will lose my diary vinegar reduced i drink and it is good crave after acids and salt mouth appears to be actually sorer than ever before but whether it is worse or not can't say sergeant wynn says the doctor says that i must be very careful if i want to get well how in the old harry can i be careful they are the ones that had better be careful and give me the right medicine and food gruel made out of a dish-cloth to eat september twenty four arrowroot soup or whatever you may call it don't like it makes me sick priest spoke to me cross and peevish and they say that is a sure sign will get well ain't sure but shall be a catholic yet every little while get out the old diary from under the blanket and write a sentence never was made to be sick too uneasy this will do for to-day end of part seven